Sam Darnold has his best day at Jets camp. Denzel Mims says he'll be ready. And Ashton Davis walks to work. Sabo Radio after a Wednesday at Florham Park. Uh, Jets practice. Sam Darnold is the big story here because this was his best day at practice. There's no question about it. He was humming the ball around. He was making great decisions. And he was trusting his receivers, which is the big thing. A lot of single high coverage, which means one-on-one on the outside. And in this league, with these rules, you take that chance every time. If you're a quarterback, you know you could place it where you need to for your receiver and you take that shot. It contrasts with what we've seen in camp thus far with a lot of you know, outlets, a lot of underneath stuff that's been late, that's been indecisive. But today, Wednesday, Darnold was tremendous. He confidently picked apart the coverage. Now, a lot of people will say that's because the reinforcements came back. Herndon, Crowder, Hogan, who left practice early on Tuesday, all came back. Berrios did not. But remember, Crowder, Hogan, and Herndon were and have been at practice for most of the summer. So that's not what it was. It was something different. It was Darnold dialing in. It was Darnold figuring it out. It was Darnold saying, enough with this crap, enough with being in my own head. I'm going to trust myself and I'm going to trust my receivers. Seven on seven, uh, first portion of practice was tremendous. He finished four or five. Might have been five or six or four or five. I think it was four or five. Only one incompletion where he was trying to go over the middle to Hogan on a slant. Uh, a, a big chunk was picked up on a corner to Crowder. A couple of underneath stuff. But again, he was decisive. Uh, one of them in teams, he found Jehu Chesson down the left sideline for about 40, 45, 50 yards. And the throw was a little underneath to the outside. You want it a little further to the outside, but he threw it underneath, and that's okay in single coverage when the cornerback doesn't have his head turned. And that was just one of the big chunks from Darnold on the day. Another one was from Dante Moncrief, again, down the left side, against Bless Austin, early in practice. Again, a little short to the outside shoulder. Moncrief adjusted, made the play. Bless Austin had no shot. And in this league, when it's single coverage, you take those chances. Josh Malone caught, caught a touchdown on a nice, uh, I don't want to describe the concept, but it was a, he was working, he was the outside receiver working with an inside receiver, and Darnold knew exactly where to go with it, and it was executed perfectly. Um, Moncrief, Chesson, Malone, Herndon had a catcher two. Crowder had a catcher two. The running game really didn't do much, to be honest. It was Darnold, and it's exactly what they needed. And the other thing is the offensive line. It's blocking better. It's coming together. You could see it coming together in front of your eyes. Makai Becton. Uh, we're going to go through a stock up, stock down as well, and talk about whose stock is up, whose stock is down. Makai Becton's is up. This kid is improving every day. Gay said it early in camp. He is not swimming. And it's true. He's improving every day. 
when he gets his hands on a defender and especially from an, uh, a closer position with his hands inside, it's over. It's over. For the YouTube people, here is the Darnold play to Moncrief. Gore in the backfield, you'll see here. And it's just a perfect pass with Bless Austin, who you can't blame Bless Austin for this. I know he's not Deion Sanders, but Bless Austin's having a great camp. In in this league, one-on-one, it's almost... If the ball is thrown perfectly, it's impossible to stop. And that's it. You saw it was was a little underthrown to the outside, and that works. I mean, I guess you can call it a back shoulder. It's not a traditional back shoulder. It's a nine-route deep down the field, sort of thrown underneath on purpose back shoulder, where Moncrief uh, does the push by and allows Austin to get upfield more while Moncrief comes to a halt. He did the same thing with Chesson later in the in the practice. And that was the story. He kept taking shots downfield. He kept taking what the defense was giving him. And usually they don't give him uh, single coverage that often. Yes, Greg Williams likes to play single high more than two deep, as do most defensive coordinators. But today, it was a lot of of that. And Darnold took advantage. Elsewhere, Denzel Mims spoke to the media. And you can tell he's frustrated. He wants to play. He returned to practice today. So today was officially his first practice. He did not get into teams. He was in positionals. He returned. Connor McDermott returned. Uh, Jabari Zuniga returned, and that's the other theme of the day besides Darnold. The reinforcements are coming. It's almost as if the Jets, and we know they played it uh, in a you know very safe, but it's almost as if they played it safer than anyone anticipated or anybody thought. Holding these guys out, trading Rust, and allowing Rust to show up in Week One and Two for injury, and in this kind of climate, that might be the smart move. Because now we're only 11 days away from Buffalo, and the reinforcements are coming. Perryman's still out. Marcus May's still out. P. Ryan's still out, but P. Ryan should be okay. Mims returns. Zuniga returns. All those other guys returned that exited practice yesterday. But Denzel Mims, I think, surprised the media with this statement. Was there a point in time in time here, Denzel, where, where you kind of said to yourself, okay, I'm back. Like, I feel it now. Like, now I feel like I've got my burst back. I can run full speed. I'm not thinking about the hamstring at all. Uh, we just, you know, I wasn't too much worried about uh, thinking about that. I was just trying to do everything the right way and uh, do everything they tell me to do. Denzel, do you think you'll be ready for week one? Most definitely. So he thinks he'll be ready. Most definitely. Quote, most definitely, unquote. Do we believe him? I sure do. Perryman's still dealing with the knee. It's crucial that Darnold gets one of those big guys on the on the outside back, Perryman or Mims. Uh, so Crowder and Berrios. I see Berrios, even though he's playing with a second team, I see Berrios as a guy who he could play with a second team all summer long. Week one, when the roster's cut down, and the chips are on the table, Gase and the offensive coaches are going to point to that guy and say, get in there. And you're, you're a starter. You're the third receiver. You and Crowder, I know you're both slot guys. 
but you could play in this offense together with one of the big guys on the outside. So as long as Darnold can get one of those big guys back, Mims or Perryman, they'll be just fine. And again, as we as we discussed last time, don't worry about the injury so much. The offensive line is healthy. Uh, speaking of that, Alex Lewis did miss practice today. It doesn't sound serious. And Cam Clark left practice today. Cam Clark, funny enough, while seven-on-sevens were going on and Darnold was tearing it up, the offensive line and defensive line were doing their thing. Next thing you know, there's a scrum. Cam Clark and Foley Fatukasi got into it. Tensions flared. The scrum got larger. Guys were going at it. And it quickly broke up. Joe Douglas later walked to Foley Fatukasi. had a conversation. No one could hear what they were saying. Didn't look anything serious. Probably just two big heavies having a conversation about a training camp battle, which they both know and understand. But Lewis... Clark, they are banged up, but for the most part, and they don't sound serious, for the most part, this offensive line is healthy. And that is the most crucial aspect for this team right now. Darnold being healthy, Darnold improving, and Darnold having a legit offensive line in front of him. The receivers will come. The weapons will come. The running backs will come. That stuff, not too worried about it. Let's focus on the number one thing. In 2009, the starting receivers were Cotchery and Stuckey. Okay, they won nine games. They went to the AFC Championship game. They acquired, they acquired Braylon Edwards early in the season. Let the offensive line first prove its worth, and then everything else will come. Asha Davis also spoke to the media, and he hilariously alluded to the fact that he does not yet have a car living in North Jersey. Folks, this is not Manhattan. You can't take the train. You can't take the subway. It's not that easy to get a, get around. I know there's Uber. I know Lyft. I think there's Lyft in Jersey. I'm not sure. But has to be. But this man does not have a car. And he doesn't care. To think now the no bars and just traveling from practice to home uh, scenario with Darnold impressed us. Because Ashton Davis just took Darnold, called him, and raised him a much better story and a much better workmanlike attitude. When asked if he's doing anything outside of football, he basically said no. Quote, no, not a whole lot. I don't have a car right now, so it's pretty much here at the facilities and back home. I'm just taking care of my body and learning the playbook. End quote. The man, all he cares about is football. I mean... You, you know workers, you know hard workers in your life, you may be one yourself. There comes a point in time in some people's lives where they value that one thing they're after. They might have that just personality where that one sole thing is their mindset and nothing else matters for a few years. I understand. I kind of have that. So, you know, you develop patterns where you have no life and you just focused on that one thing in rabid fashion. And until you conquer that and, and defeat it, you won't balance your life out. Is it unhealthy in some ways? Sure. But is it healthy in other ways? Absolutely. And Ashton Davis with his story, you know, walking onto Cal using track and field, even though he didn't really like track and field, using the 110 meter hurdles. I think it's 110 in college. 
either 100 or 110. No, I wasn't a hurdles guy. I was a 400 guy, four by one. Using that as his ticket to walk under Cal, you already know what kind of guy this is. He's a worker, blue collar. Uh, everyone saw in one just drive with his family history and the stuff he's had to overcome and that happy ending. You know, you root for guys like that. And those are Joe Douglas guys. You could tell from the way he drafted. You could tell from the guys he's picked up. Alex Lewis, the, these guys, they're more than football. They have the intangibles. And Ashton Davis, yeah, he lives close to the facility. He says he walks. He takes the shuttle. And when asked if he's going to get a car soon, he said, I, I, I haven't even thought about it. All I care right now is, care about right now is getting to the apartment, getting to the facility, and focusing on this one goal. Quote, I've been walking mostly. They also have shuttles. I've been finding my way around. It's not too far. And then asked if he was going to get a car. Quote, no, not really. Case closed. The man doesn't care about anything but football right now. And that's the type of guy Joe Douglas wants. And that's the type of guy that turns football teams around. You got to get many of those guys. Get the depth on the 53-man depth chart filled out with guys like that. And then lastly, we'll touch on some stock up, stock down, which I did on Tuesday. And funny enough, stock stock down, Sam Darnold led the article off. Not anymore. Sam Darnold was disappointing all summer long. As a whole, he's still been disappointing. But on Wednesday, he really turned it around. Did he eat his Wheaties? Did he drink an extra Gatorade? I have no idea. But the man, he was confident. He made decisive decisions. He was tremendous. So let's cross that one off the list for now. Stock up, Makai Becton. We touched on it already. The kid is looking beastly. He will make mistakes. He won't be perfect. But he is the important factor, number one, for this team. Not just offense for this team. Stock down, Quinn and Williams. Don't read too much into this. Quinn still had a has had a plus camp. He's just his stock is down over the last week or so because he hasn't been making those eye popping plays. Stock up, Frankie Louvu. Terrell Basham out. Frankie Louvu has really stepped up. He started down in the depth chart. He's a third year pro now. He's not big, but that's what the Jets need. They need that athletic play in space guy. He put a move on George Fant on Tuesday that undressed him. His pants are still on the field. Fant's. Luvu started wide, a wide nine look, and burnt him with an inside move, a rip move with his hands that just led to a sack. He's been playing tremendously. If he could step up and be one of those edge guys opposite Jordan Jenkins, it would be huge for this defense. Stock down, Bradley McDougald. Like Quinn and Williams, don't read too much into this. McDougald's been fine. He just hasn't stood out over the last week or so. With May out, McDougald's starting to play a little more strong safety, play low, while Davis plays high. Stock up, Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios is the best route runner on the team. He's hurt right now. Darnold needs this guy back. Even if he doesn't start, he is a crucial player to this offense, crucial player in that wide receiver wide receiver room. Berrios, Crowder, and one of the big guys, 
Hopefully it's both Perryman and Mims and Crowder with Berrios being the fourth. But if not, just one of those big guys, Crowder and Berrios with Herndon, that's more than enough for Darnold. The hysteria about the wide receivers is just, I, I, I'm not buying it. I don't get it. Stock down, James Morgan. The Jets have an interesting decision at quarterback. James, uh, Mike White deserves a job. I believe he's the number two right now. And he deserves to be the number two in week one. He's thoroughly outplayed fails and he's thoroughly outplayed James Morgan. James Morgan is not rolling through his progressions. He had one practice where he had a two play uh, highlight where he hit a receiver on a dig that got him inside the five and then hit Barrios for a touchdown on a whip route. Other than that, he hasn't done much. So what do you do? You drafted Morgan. Can you possibly cut him? Flacco won't be on the active 53, most likely. I don't know what they could do. Can they put him in one of the reserve spots and get him back quicker than anticipated? I don't know. And, and Gase talked about that today. They have they have a plan in mind, but they don't know exactly what they're going to do yet. If Flacco's forced on the on the fifty three man roster, who do you keep, White or Morgan? I mean, ideally, you, you'd like to keep two, Darnold and Flacco. White deserves a job. They don't want to cut White. White's shown a lot. White White's been good. And another guy who returned to practice, say Lawrence Cager, forgot about him. Uh reminded me because white and cager have hooked up a lot this summer probably more than any other duo cager returned also played in teams didn't really stand out tried one of the fades where i label his office he's so good in the fade in the end zone but it was broken up by a db could not tell who it was it was on the opposite side of the field does morgan get cut as a draft pick it's possible does flacco get put on a reserve list and they keep darnold white and morgan time will tell it's a tough tough decision stock up ashton davis we already discussed it the kid keeps on improving it's just i'm shocked i'm very surprised at what i'm seeing from him in practice and that should do it jets back at practice thursday morning and i think it's an off day friday 11 days away from week one buffalo in orchard park it's a new world zoom um no fans still you know the covid situation looks pretty promising in jersey and pennsylvania uh, but the restrictions are still there so the nfl's got to play by the world uh the world and the hand they've been given and um also no no positive covid tests very limited positive covid tests in the world of the nfl unlike the mlb the true test will be once travel starts that'll be the true test for the nfl so that means next weekend. And that's it. The camp, camp ends this week, and it just went by in a hurry. Uh, check out Blewett's Blitz is coming up. There's going to be a live uh, show tonight. I'm recording this at 5, so this will be up probably after that. So I don't even know why I'm plugging it. But we're going to start to do live shows with call-ins, with phone numbers. So you want to call the show? Uh, we could mix it up a little bit. You could yell at me. I could yell at you. That would be tremendous. Blue is going to do that tonight, so check out that show once it's over. If you get this message after it's over, it starts at 6 p.m. Um, Nanny has got some more analytics on the site, jetsxfactor.com. And go to the Play Store on Android 
in iTunes on Apple. Our app is out, has been out, and people are loving it. It's been pretty tremendous. So, and Sable Radio at iTunes. Check it out, rate, review, do all that good stuff. Until next time. Thank you.